Thursday, the 16th of March. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Shane Lee, and I'm joined today by former Sydney Rooster and funny man Nat Wood. Welcome, Nat. How are you, buddy? I'm good, Shane. Yourself? So, Nat, I was just thinking before we kick off the show today, um, your favourite player growing up, for me personally, there was there were three in particular. It was Phil Blake. So I always used to do the, the, the chip and chase in the backyard over Brett's head. Um, big Sirenin. And I used to tape up my, uh, my my head with the white tape. And then Bradley Clyde, who I was lucky enough to interview on um, Lunch with Lee the other week. They, they were my three favourites. What about yourself? They're three good picks. Phil Blake yeah. was an idol of mine. Uh, yep. We used to do sprint training with him at Centennial Park as a kid. Okay. Uh, there was an old bloke, I think his name was Jack Cunkett, his last name at the moment. And we used to do sprint training, and Blakey used to help me with my sprint training. And then when I ended up playing first grade, I the first game I played against... I played for the Tigers and we played against Phil Blake and wow. I ran him I ran him down, caught him in the corner. And Jeez. it was yeah, it was a it was a highlight of my 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 uh, early career. So and my, my dad and brother were there watching and my mum. So I can Beautiful. relate to Phil Blake. Ciro, I played with Ciro when I got when I started playing first grade at the Tigers. I was big lucky quads. enough to have big Ciro, uh, Johnny Elias and Benny Elias in the team. So three legends there. Yeah, uh, and who was your last one, Brad Clyde? Of course, Brad, Brad Clyde's Clyde. legend. My idol was my dad. Oh wow! Mm. So very he, nice, uh, mate. Yeah, he played a lot of first grade. He's a Newdown South and North Sydney bear. Uh, yeah, predominantly Newdown, uh, but he's a bit of a legend, especially where we come from. He had he had all the skills. He was probably a bit unlucky. He was behind Bobby Fulton and yeah. and a few players like that. But uh, my dad was a really quality player and a champion bloke. Fantastic. Still is. Well, we've got plenty on the show today, mate. We'll be talking about NRL in particular. We might do a bit more of a deep dive into what's happened so far. And I want to ask you about the, the Sydney Bears too at the yeah, end. Yeah, cool. Let's get started. Afternoon sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email Hello at afternoonsport.com. So welcome back. Now, Nat, uh, we're now uh, two rounds down. Um, do you still reckon? Who's your tip for the grand final? Still, I still like South. I just you just need their halves to fire. Right? Yeah. I think Broncos look awesome. Broncos, if they can maintain what they're doing currently, uh, they look hard to beat. Um, and if they can keep Reynolds on the paddock. Yeah. He's arguably one of the best halfbacks in the comp. He's been there, done it. I like the Broncos. Uh, so yeah, South Manly also. Okay. Uh, you know, Manly and Broncos are very similar. Yeah, Reese Walsh, great signing for the Broncos. He's a great player for, for yeah. me. He'll be if, look if, if Broncos make the top four, like I, if they the form that they're showing, yep. their top four material. If Broncos make the top four. Reese Walsh will be the star for them, and he could be the player of the year, I think. You just see, with a player of his calibre, when they have a good forward pack in front of them, they, they get to some more space and some more time. They can do magic things. Yeah, he looks bigger. He looks yeah. stronger. Mm. He looks a lot more comfortable there. Where, when he was at the Warriors, he was they were a one-trick pony. they just give the ball to him, and, and, and it, it didn't let him pick his run, and he was just all over the place. But here, he can be select. You know, he looks powerful. Yeah, he does. Uh, and he's running into holes off two good halves, so I think he's going to have a massive year. And you know, fullbacks usually get, take out that big award. 
Yeah, exactly right. Now, listen, uh, we spoke about the wooden spoon last week, and um, I was a bit worried about my dragons, but we're 2 and 0. I'm counting the buy. <laughs> yeah, but, I was but, worried uh, about the buy. Yeah, <laughs> and I reckon now um, uh, it looks like Tigers. And then I want to ask you about Tim Shanes. He's 72. He spent the last 10 years in England. Um, he lost two jobs, sacked twice over there during those 10 years, and he's come back and put a bit of a a bit of a misfit sort of coaching panel together with Robbie Farah um, uh, and Benji Marshall. Well, what are your thoughts on, on that, that coaching trio? After watching that game on the weekend, I was waiting for the Benny Hill music to start playing during <laughs> that game. <laughs> and, uh, so I don't know if that's got a lot to do with Tim Sheens. Uh, I know Benji and I know Robbie. I don't know him really well. Yep. And I don't know I don't know him well enough to comment, but it looks like Balmain are in a lot of trouble. They look... They've got no discipline, they're ill-disciplined, they've got no structure, and their halves just look like they are haven't got a clue. Right. Hey, um, you mentioned your old man at the start playing for the Bears. Uh, are you hearing rumours? I'm hearing really strong rumours that the the Bears will reunite for 2026 and it'll be with Fiji. Have you heard that rumour, the Fijian Bears? I haven't heard that rumour, but yeah. a good mate of mine runs the Silver Tails, so yep. I can find out. I'll get a bit of inside information there, but... I think Flo's done really well for him. Greg Flo's mm. done really well with the Bears. So I think they deserve a call-up. I'm sure they'll get a massive following over there. I think so, mate. I think it makes a lot of sense. The other option, obviously, is Western Australia. But it's failed a couple of times where they tried to play rugby league over there. They're so parochial in, in Western Australia. It doesn't seem to work to, for me. Um, and the time difference really hurts as well. It's really hard for teams that need to fly. Fiji's yep. on the right side of the, of the country. Um and you just think there'd be big groups of guys and girls going over there to watch the opposition team and, and yep. to go, go and play and, and, and have a holiday away there. It makes a lot of sense to me. It does make sense. And, yeah. and I know, I think they've got uh, four sites already set up, um, the Silver Tails. Yep. Uh, Stevie Driscoll's done a great job. He's He's been doing this for, I actually coached the Fiji and Rugby League side probably 12 years ago. We played the Cook Islands. It was in a World Cup game. So I'd like to see... The Fiji side have some kind of affiliation to a to mm. an NRL side that gives them gives them a start in the NRL. Definitely, mate. Well, I can't reveal my source, but that I I've also been told that there's even uh, one of the chiefs in Fiji there has given up a big plot of land where they're going to build a huge stadium as well. So it looks it's looking pretty good. Anyway, we'll see. My missus is Fijian. I hope we can get a plot of land. I'll try and get back into the coaching <laughs> stuff there. <laughs> you should do, mate. You, you, you might get a run on as well if you play if you're training. I'll hey, pass um, that. Just uh, you mentioned Latrell before. Um, is he? We said at the start of the season he had that sort of look in his eye. And he sort of he comes in and out of that look for me, Latrell. And when he's on, he's on. Um, My thoughts are with Latrell that Cody Walker's the key to South. Yeah. Okay? Yep. And and Cody Walker reminds me a bit of my ex-wife. He just blows up over anything. <laughs> uh, he, he, on the on the weekend they just niggled him and like he was just the old Cody. He was he was losing it, which meant. Elias was losing it. Uh, if he can stay controlled, um, you know how good CS are when, when Cody's in control. If Cody's in control, then Latrell um, seems to follow suit. So I think that Cody is probably more important mm, yeah. than Latrell. And if Cody plays well, then Latrell can do his thing. And then, then we know how good Latrell is. Mate, I hope uh, your ex-wife was at least better looking than Cody. <laughs> My ex-wife was, she looked like Elle McPherson, but she fought like Roberto Durant. So it was... <laughs> It was a violent mix. It wasn't a real good mix. <laughs> hey, just before we could go to a break, I want to ask you about the Dolphins, the 2-0. They play the Knights this week. Pong is out. Uh, I believe, I think there's quite a few injuries for the Knights. Yeah, they could be 3-0. Yeah, I think so. Look, 
I, I wrote the Dolphins off at the start of the year yeah. to you. Um, uh, I think that the Dolphins have done everything that's been asked them. They've had two home games, though. This is their first away game, so it'll be interesting to see how you know sides do perform differently when they travel. Um, well, but, you know, Bennett, they've got the best coach in the comp, and I'm sure he'll mm. be t- doing all the right things to get them yeah, out. Yeah, he's all doing the right things. They're looking good at the moment. We'll, we'll take a quick break now. When we come back, we'll take a bit more of a deep dive into the world of rugby league. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. So kicking off, Nat, and um, we mentioned and we spoke about the independent doctor. Do you think it's going to have much of an impact now on the season? I do. I think if you look at Ponga... Um, mm-hmm. He's one more head knock from almost having his season written off, all right? And I'm certain it's going to affect his game. Uh, I think it's already affecting players like Luke Keary at the Roosters. Yeah, I agree. Because he's had so many concussions. And he's not that he's right at the end of his career, but he's close too. And he'd be hoping to get a contract in the UK or something to finish him off three years in the UK. So... You know, if he gets one real bad knockout, there's a big chance he'll have to retire. Victor Radley for the Roosters. Uh, yeah. Victor's Victor's the hitman for the Roosters. He's tackle tech, and just just the nature of Victor, he's not going to change his style. So look, they've got Lindsay Collins there. The Roosters for me could be in a lot of trouble if they lose those three. Those three guys get yeah. head knocks. You know, they're light on. You see what what they're like without their senior players in the squad. They're, they're younger players. Whilst they're good young players, they need direction. They need senior players around them. So I think that the independent doctor is going to affect pretty much all of the sides. Well, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I think it could have a big impact on the comp. You mentioned Victor Radley then, um, and he, he does have a bit of a hot temper. If you were playing against him, would you chirp him a bit to try and fire him up? Because he can get sent off like that. Yeah, I, I, I like the verbal. I was yeah. pretty good at verbal, so <laughs> I would... <laughs> If if you were easily got, then then yeah. you know I'd just throw the burly out to you and just try and rope you in, pull you in the back of the boat, and then <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> I love it. Now my dragons, I mentioned at the start, um, we're, we're two and zero. Um, what what are you actually thoughts on the dragons? As a have you watched much from this year? And do you think then they're going to be down the bottom or sort of mid table? No, I, I think the dragons will go okay. I think their performance okay. last week showed. Look, you got Ben Hunt in the side. He's yep. arguably probably top three halfbacks in the comp. And if he, he... The only problem with Ben Hunt, some weeks he looks up for it, some weeks he looks like he wants to be yeah. somewhere else. And yeah. you can't have that when, you, when your best player is a bit hot and cold. But if he if he stays hot, then I think you guys are sweet. He'd probably go head to the beach bar on Wollongong there. It's not a, not a bad yeah. joint, actually. <laughs> we'll have to go down there. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> hey, I mentioned a few of the players that we, we loved growing up, and you said he, a few you played against. Did you ever play against Hopawati? <laughs> did, I did play against did, Hopper. He's a good mate of mine, Hop. Did he? Um, did, did he finger you? <laughs> no, no. He just bought me a couple of drinks and I knocked him back. 
<laughs> Corey, Corey Pearson tells a funny story when he was one of the team meetings. He reckons he was hilarious, and, and, he, and he was telling the guys he was just doing it for a G-up. Yeah, he's, just, he's, a, he's the best G-up in the world, Hopper. He's, 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 he's good company on the Pearson. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I actually think it was, I thought that was hilarious when he was doing that because he, he's, he's if, him and Terry Hill are probably the best sledges ever. You know, and they were, they were in the same. So, and they had Craig Fields there, who's a pretty good little sledger too. So, that side in the nineties of theirs was was the best sledge side ever. Terry Hill with that list, he'd be spitting all over you as well, wouldn't he? When he I grew up with Terry Hill. Did you? I grew up with Terry Hill. Yeah, he's he. I'm born on the twenty fourth of January. He's born on the, born on the twenty fifth. Okay. He's always been a supreme athlete. He, he used to win everything. If we went to the school carnivals to play rugby league, and they split you into two sides. If I if I wasn't in Terry's side, I knew I was on the outer. I was gone. <laughs> and when they play possibles and probables, I just always wanted to be on Terry's side. Hey, um, did you? I know with um, with all sport, there's, there's fans, there's good fans, and there's crazy fans. Did you? You see the article yesterday, Brian Fletcher, the Penrith CEO, um, actually got death threats. He was, he got a, a, a envelope, a bit of mail um, delivered to his desk. It had razor blades in it uh, with a white powder substance um, and uh, death threats, mate. Did you ever receive anything like that? It's pretty, pretty bloody scary. No, I didn't receive anything. Well, thank God that is serious. It's a bit of silence of the lamb stuff. Yeah. Well, they end up finding the guy. Um, the police made Brian stay home for five days. They were taking it very seriously, and then they thought they'd found out through DNA who the guy was, and when they got to his house, he'd actually killed himself. So a sad ending for him. Sad ending, but there's got to be more to it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there, interesting, mate. Mm, yeah, well, I, mate. Never, I never had that. I never had anything like that, thank God. All right, mate. Well, listen, that it's always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks, Shane. Cheers, brother. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe or wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Elite Bet. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow for your daily dose of sport. Thanks, Nat. And thanks to our producer, Dan McHugh. Thank you, Shane. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts like Strive Stronger with Andrew May. Listen in as Andrew May explores the latest in human performance with an all-star cast of subject matter experts. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.